0: Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois.
1: And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Somebody tired. I, I'm a little tired. It's Second little tired. week in a
0: row preaching those three sermons. Yep. It was a good sermon, man. Good oh, message. Thanks. I thanks. liked it. It was, uh, what was your sermon summary? Give that to everybody. Oh, I don't want to give away all the goods. People are going to listen no, to it. No, the sermon summary is going oh. to make them go and listen yeah, to yeah. it at uh, redeemerfellowship.org. Yeah, the
1: the, uh, the birth of Jesus
0: gives you hope and calls you to holiness. Do you hear that, everybody? Mm. It doesn't just give you hope, it does that. But then that calls you to, Call holiness. You to holiness. I like it. Mm. I like it. There's that third use of the law in there. It's mm, pretty good. That's how I do. And we got three services. So my wife went to the first service yep. and she took two of the kids and I went to the second service, sat with my daughter, Madeline, while Catherine was serving and, uh, of course, you know you used me as an illustration because you like to throw me under what? the bus when what? you get the opportunity Come on, what to what do you that. Mean, That's I didn't fine. throw you
1: under the bus. You're the. I made you look good. Okay. First I made of all, me afraid of the dark. Yeah. And okay. You. You talked
0: about how I hide in the dark church building yeah, to scare you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and how you're scared. But yeah. But you're listen. You're supposed to make me look like a dignified. No, no, no hold on. But you pastor. missed it. I said uh, this
1: little man yeah. hiding around the corner like a troll. Yeah, that, that's not dignified. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm supposed to be the lead pastor. I'm the regular preaching pastor here, and you're making me sound like some troll hiding in the, in the church. Now, on the other side— are we saying that's not true? Uh, well, yeah, no, that's, that's neither here nor there, Jimmy. Um, so listen, I noticed during Uh-oh. second service, wait, you what? referred to me as your best friend. Oh, second service, you referred to me as, your, when you okay. best, when my best friend. You said that. I'm sure I didn't say one of my best friends. I, I'm sure because in third service, you said one of my best yeah, friends. Yeah, one of my best now, friends. Now why, now, why would you change it up from second service when I'm in there, my best friend. Uh, uh-huh. uh Third service, when I'm not in there, but Steve McCoy is in there, <laughs> I'm just one of your best friends. What, what do you think that's all about?
1: I love how two little words... Yeah. Makes such a difference. You know to what? You.
0: They do. <laughs> well, dude, Words mean things, <laughs> Jimmy.
1: <laughs> we're still best friends. Okay. Yeah. Well, yes, we're uh, still best friends.
0: I don't know. All I know is, uh, second service is going up. So it is now perpetually out there. And I'll be sure and let Steve know. Oh, you're right. Second mm-hmm. service is mm-hmm. up. <laughs> going up. Now, I'm <laughs> eager to get into the confession, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. 6889. But before we get into that confession, I think oh. you need to have a you have a little confession to make, don't you? I have no idea what's going on right really? now. Really? No, I Let really don't. Let me kick don't. back. I we'll get comfortable. Yeah, you get <laughs> comfortable. I want to hear- the last episode. Is the, is the confession that you're one of my best friends? Uh, no. The confession is, so it good. would have something to do with something you said in our last episode. Last episode. What we, did I say? Uh, you said something like- to be a member at Redeemer Fellowship, <laughs> you are required to be in a... And I, I know what happened. What happened? You, you said something stupid, which we all say sometimes. And then you realize, saw your eyes, you realize like, oh, shoot. But then you refute, you double down. You're like, I'm not going to admit First of all, I I did
1: not double down. I tripled and quadrupled <laughs> yeah. down. Because at that point, you have to double. You, you go have all to go, in. You go
0: all in. Yeah. You, just, you have to be just... Like John Bon Jovi. You got to go down in a blaze of glory. That's it. There you that's go. what you were uh, that, doing. That's what I was So can doing. we clarify for the record? Because like, so for well, some hold people on, are well, like, you
1: hold on. You asked, you, you know? asked to Brian Malcolm and he seemed to
0: agree. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I asked the question poorly. Nobody knows what you're talking about when you say that. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now some people were like, "Hey Jimmy, man, you can't, you know, oh, you can't on on social media." <laughs> uh, so you want to go ahead and let everybody know?
1: Wait, wait, what? No, what? That uh, yeah, that, uh, that, that they misheard me. <laughs> oh, they no, no, <laughs> yes. misheard. I said, guys, that you know, as a, a requirement of membership is that uh, you strive to be part of a community uh, group. It's that, highly that, recommended. That's, that's, it's,
0: high, it's It is. Strongly recommended.
1: Strongly recommended. Not a requirement for membership. No, no, it's not. But you strive. So you you, were required for you to strive. That's not a thing either. Speaking Mm -hmm. speaking of community groups, second service. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was like, you know, being a part of community group and the idea that you don't need to be in fellowship with other believers is both absurd and arrogant. (gasps) And I opened my eyes. And I'm staring right at the individual. You're, you're staring I, at, a,
0: at a guy at a very, who's not in one.
1: Yeah, who's not in one. A very godly family.
0: And they're not avoiding.
1: They're it. not avoiding. Yeah. It's just their life circumstances don't allow. And I saw this like look on his face, and then the little half smile. I'm like, I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes we say things, and it's a, like a general, and you, somebody's looking at you, and you know, like, no, I'm not. I'm not saying what you think I'm saying right
1: now. <laughs> I'm talking. You're you you're providentially hindered. There's a difference.
0: <laughs> yeah, but now speaking
1: of dumb things I say when I've got a microphone.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's uh. I always wonder. Do how much do the AV guys listen in to our mics when we're not up there? I always wonder. Um. Well, I bet we, they at, do. Seeing as we both have jobs. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I got dirt on them, so. Oh, That's know. why I keep that circle tight.
1: Do you know? Yeah. You know oh you yeah. About- I got, oh, okay. I got,
0: I got dark, dirty dirt on them.
1: Oh, well, oh, okay. yeah. Well, well, Joe, why don't we, uh, Dave we- Lewis, <laughs> who doesn't listen so going to care. He's, <laughs> he he's never going to, this like joke is great for you and I. So Joe, we're going to be uh, continuing on in the 1689 mm-hmm. yes, wrapping up chapter 22, correct? Wrapping it up, wrapping it up. And so chapter 22, paragraph seven and eight, we'll start with seven. Uh, is it okay? Can you read it? Or you want I you read do? it. Go
0: ahead. 1689, 22, seven on religious worship and the Sabbath day. As it is the law of nature that in general, a proportion of time by God's appointment be set apart for the worship of God. So by his word in a positive moral and perpetual commandment, binding all men in all ages, he has particularly appointed one day in seven for a Sabbath to be kept holy unto him which from the beginning of the world to the resurrection of Christ was the last day of the week. And from the resurrection of Christ was changed into the first day of the week, which is called the Lord's day and is to be continued to the end of the world as a Christian Sabbath, the observ- the observation of the last day mm. of the week being abolished. So uh, the very first thing here is that, the confession says that nature itself teaches us that there is a need for mm. rest and for worship on a particular day, right? Yeah, uh, as it is the law of nature that in general a proportion of
1: time by God's appointment be set apart for the worship of God. So when it's saying that there's a law of nature, what are we talking about? Like, how how could they say that?
0: That across the world yep. um, that there is this built-in – um sort of uh understanding, right? Okay. We know it's wrong to murder the innocent, right? People yep. know this across the yep. world. Yep. And people also know in some way that we should be resting and worshiping God. That there there is a day set apart where we should, you know, commit ourselves to Him. Now, the confession says this because The Sabbath is a creation ordinance. Mm. We see the Sabbath uh, happening immediately. We see God modeling the Sabbath in Genesis chapter 2, verses 2 and 3, where it says on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done and that he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. Mm. So there is this creation ordinance right god rested it became a day recognized for rest and and the people of god began using that day as a day to rest and worship in fact even before the law is given we see the people of god observing the sabbath um this is why it says in exodus 20 to remember the sabbath day Mm. because it wasn't there weren't it wasn't an introduction of a new thing. Yeah, yeah, Remember the same thing. Remember to do, keep doing what it is that you're doing. Right. Keep it holy. Even like when, um, when they're in the wilderness before the law was given, and uh, God is providing manna for them. He says, yeah. like, collect that manna. Yes, yes. Get enough, because you ain't supposed to be doing it. You're not going to do it tomorrow. Get yeah. enough for today and tomorrow, and then yeah. you're good. Got to rest. So, nature itself teaches us, the people of God understood this um, from the beginning, and so the the confession goes on to tell us that you know Scripture teaches that there is a need, not not just creation, right in general, but Scripture teaches us explicitly that there is a need for a Sabbath rest.
1: And yeah, it says uh, the, that the Sabbath is perpetual and it's a universal obligation. So mm. continue on. So by His Word, in a positive moral and perpetual commandment, binding all men in all ages. So it's right there. You see the authority of it by His. Word. This is something that's from God for us in in a positive moral and perpetual commandment. It's going to, it continues binding all men in all ages. It doesn't stop at certain times and certain places.
0: You know, just it's like, okay, so only the church is you know called to make disciples you know the world isn't called to make disciples Um, the world is called to the lord to believe to repent yeah um, but then as believers are called but this is a part of the moral law where all people are called to have no other gods uh, but the lord to not worship god in a false way according to the second commandment they're not to profane the name of god in the third commandment and in the fourth commandment all people everywhere are called to worship the lord that's Mm -hmm. what this really fundamentally is teaching And so in the Old Testament, right, it uh, it was kept in in a very particular way under the Old Covenant, uh, saying in the confession, He is particularly appointed one day in seven for a Sabbath day to be kept holy unto Him, which from the beginning of the world to the resurrection of Christ was the last day of the week. was Saturday, right, the Jewish Sabbath. And of course, this was kept in a very particular way. You know, the commands uh, and the specifications are somewhat general, and they, of course, were expanded by the Pharisees and by Mm -hmm. many of the legalists of of various generations before the the Christian Sabbath. But uh, no work, rest, don't employ anybody, don't, you know, uh, you have to set apart all of your work and not bind anyone else to be doing this. Mm -hmm. And this was particularly uh, important in a a nation that was governed as a theocracy under the law of God. This was to be kept across the board it was a part of the general culture
1: yeah and it doesn't stop though at the old testament right this is perpetual it's binding all men in all ages because we still we see this in the the new testament right and from the resurrection of christ was changed into the first day of the week which is called the lord's day so joe i mean sometimes people have that issue of like why did it change yeah what what, what authority what what right do we have to change the day but scripture had, Scripture says it, right? In Corinthians and in Acts, the day of gathering, worshiping, taking up a collection was on the first day of the week. So as they gathered together, as they worshiped God together, as they took up an offering together, uh, they were doing that. On the first day of the week.
0: Yeah, on our Sunday. And the reason they're doing it on Sunday is because this was the day that Jesus rose from the dead. Yeah, Jesus rose from the dead. His appearances were on the same day. He would come back on the on the first day of the week and appear and hang out with the disciples. And the disciples immediately began gathering and worshiping on that day. Yeah, Sabbath observance uh, began to immediately dissipate in importance uh, for the people of God. Uh, it wasn't a thing. Now, it's interesting. That, when you look at church history, um, the idea of of not working at all on Sunday uh, wasn 't the common practice of a lot of 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 Christians because they had to work i mean they, they were they were in a culture and in a time when uh, there was the, they just didn 't have the opportunity to rest from their labors. Mm. Uh, slaves, for example, um, were working on that day. Servants were working on that day in a very pagan culture. But as they had the opportunity to break from work and go and worship with the people of God, there they were keeping the Sabbath. There they were keeping this New Testament Sabbath. And it wasn't that that they changed the day. It's not that the church changed the day. It's that when Christ came, who who is our Sabbath rest, the observance of the Sabbath shifted by God's plan, and we see it reflected – uh, in in the narrative, so it isn't explicitly stated that mm-hmm. you shall now worship on the on the first day of the week. We see this happening among the people of God without controversy. The Saturday observance was let go, and they began to gather. In fact, that first day of the week gets its own name, yeah. right? It's called the Lord's Day. The Lord's day, day right? And, and it's it, that's that, that, that's really significant, right? Yeah. So wherever you land on this, I know some people don't like the idea of a Christian Sabbath. And uh, <clears throat> as as Reformed Baptists, we definitely like the idea of saying, well, then we still have a Sabbath observance. It's on Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. God's people gather together for mm-hmm. worship. They they rest. And and this is really important. But the way that we we keep the Sabbath, this is oftentimes uh debated, right? I mean, there are hard Sabbatarians oh, yeah. who would say you gotta prepare your meals beforehand, you can't. You shouldn't be cooking on the Lord's Day, you should prepare those meals before you shouldn't be buying gas because mm. if you buy gas on the then Lord's Day, then you're employing day, somebody or, yeah, else, right? they're working out. out
1: to eat, you're causing them to stumble.
0: And so it's, you know, it's, Little yeah you know, we'll talk about that in the next paragraph but <clears throat> there are differences of opinion even among those who believe that there is a Sabbath observance uh, on the Lord's Day there's differences in how it's kept yeah but even for those of you who say like well there is no there is no uh, New Testament Sabbath keeping to be done well if you do believe in the example of the early church if you do believe in the implicit teaching not all not just the explicit teaching mm-hmm. of the New Testament then you're going to recognize the primacy of the Lord's Day, the gathering of God's people on Sunday. And so you don't have to call it a Sabbath, uh, but you should call it the Lord's Day. Yeah. And and you should be prioritizing that day. And like you said, Jimmy, this is um this is a, a command that continues, right? Even though it, it has changed in the the day that we keep it mm-hmm. and, and in some and in of the some ways, ways, how we keep it. And how right? we keep it. Um, this is to continue on uh as a Christian Sabbath until the the, the the very end right it yeah. is um it 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 is it doesn't come to an end until christ returns essentially for sure now
1: joe jumping down to uh paragraph 8 right i'm going to go ahead and read this and right. this is the last paragraph uh of the chapter here right The Sabbath is then kept holy unto the Lord when men, after a due preparing of their hearts and ordering their common affairs aforehand, do not only observe a holy rest all day from their own works, words, and thoughts about their worldly employment and recreations, but are also taken up the whole time in the public and private exercises Mm -hmm. of his worship and in the duties of necessity and Mercy, so Joe. As we talked, we kind of had two things. Here. We said that nature teaches uh, the need for rest and worship. We talked about Scripture teaches the need for Sabbath rest, but we see here that Scripture calls for a focused Sabbath rest. We can't mm-hmm. just go like do whatever. There's there's can't you do there's, what you want. You just can't do what you want. Huh. Do what you're gonna do.
0: But it's your thing. Do what you're gonna <laughs> do. Good job. I'm so glad you got that. So yeah, look. Here's the thing. The the, the Sabbath is. A gift. And we read this in scripture, right? That the Sabbath was created for us, right? We need that rest. Um, but it is also for God's glory. Yeah. Right? It's for our good, mm. but it is also for God's glory. That's why it says that the Sabbath then is to be kept holy unto the Lord. Yeah. Right? And so it's it, you can't just do what you want, like you were saying, Jimmy. There are certain things that we need to do. And like I said, we we have a scruple here or an exception as it comes to how we keep the Sabbath. This is this moves us outside of the traditional historic understanding of Sabbath keeping among Reformed Baptists. I don't like that. I, I like I like to be old school. Mm. I only I want to be old school. Mm.
1: But you like your cigars and to go employ others
0: uh, in selling you cigars. Uh, shut your face, Jimmy. <laughs> I, uh, no, honestly, like, and I was a Sabbatarian uh, for years, uh, a hard Sabbatarian. But the more I kept reading Scripture, the more I read others and studied. The, the more I became convinced that, that the new covenant keeping of the Sabbath is something that is primarily fulfilled in the gathering of the church together under word and sacrament. And outside of that, as we are now the people of God in every tribe, tongue, and nation, in various cultures and lands, I think it looks a little bit different. So. Hmm. We differ there a little bit. So the Sabbath is for our good, right? Our spiritual nourishment and refreshment, but it is for God's glory. So we do it His way. But then there's also this idea that the Sabbath requires preparation, right? Oh yeah.
1: So when men, after a due preparing of their hearts and ordering their common affairs aforehand, mm. so that's important. There's two things here: preparing one's hearts yep. and getting your common affairs aforehand. So making sure that you, that's just I, I struggle with this from time to time is coming in cold, right? Like you're coming into the Sabbath cold. You're not preparing your heart. I'm, I'm just kind of going to worship. You rush into these, you're yelling at your
0: kids, or throwing them
1: in the car. They forgot their
0: shoes. I, I didn't do
1: that, though. My kids did forget their. Okay, probably all of it. All everything yeah. you just said well, there, i you're lived preaching. It. You're not doing that. No, no, time, no not right. when I preach you. I'm just saying it like yeah. that. I've been there. Yeah. yeah okay. If you got kids, you've, you've been there. It's hard. It's, oh, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. So, but it, preparing your heart. So you kind of come in and you're anxious, you're upset, you're worked up. Uh, how's worship then?
0: Yeah. It can be harder, right? It can yeah. be hard. It doesn't mean you shouldn't go. Just no, 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 you I'm not saying have yeah, Don't give me an excuse not to go. But preparing your heart, like that's, that's, you know, I think, I think sometimes we, we we recognize like well there's a need to prepare our hearts, but we don't prepare our common affairs. Mm. And and what I find is is if you're not preparing your common affairs, if you're not preparing sort of the, the, for the day itself, like making sure that you are able to get to church on time, making sure that you have what you need. It's pretty hard to prepare your heart. That's why these two things go together. Now you've talked about some of the ways that you've prepared your family in terms of the common affairs in the past. I remember you said before that you you guys oftentimes lay out clothes and stuff. Well, lay out the
1: clothes, get all the shoes, jackets. If it's winter, we grab everything we need Mm -hmm. there and just have it all laid out because I'm one of those guys that I get anxious and I get, when I get anxious, I get amped. And, and so, if you get
0: amped, you get angry.
1: And when I get angry, I get, yeah, you got uh, nothing. I am uh, angry. Uh, I become uh, irritable.
0: That's the an answer. No, right? it doesn't work. But it's good. But yeah, and so
1: I- laying everything out, making sure you know. Mm-hmm. I like to know that I've got whatever I need uh, to make like breakfast. Oftentimes yeah. I'll make breakfast on Sundays. And so I want to make sure, okay, I got the eggs, I got sausage, I got the whatever for pancakes. And I'm
0: like, sorry, chorizo. You know Joe, yeah, I can well, I know you, don't make this into a race thing, I'm not turning it into a thing. I just know you, and if you're having breakfast sausage, I
1: know you're like. The chorizo. First of all, I do sausage and chorizo. Yeah. So sausage for the kids and the chorizo I mix with my eggs. Why are you raising your kids white? Uh, they, they it's too spicy for them. They got that Canadian in them. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. They don't like the spicy. No, stuff. no, no, no.
1: So yeah, I like to make sure everything's prepared yeah. so that that morning as we're, I want that to be like a, a time where not only like we're there as a family and we're going to prepare to go worship as a family with our, our, uh,
0: family from God. Mm-hmm. The glory of God. Yeah. I think if you're preparing like, I like the idea. Lay out the clothes, the shoes, the spanking spoon, whatever you need to lay out to motivate the kids. (laughs) But also I like the idea that sometimes, you know what? Just talking to your spouse, if you're married, or just if, even if you're single, just planning it out in your mind saying, okay, tomorrow I got to get up at this time. So I have time to do this. It just kind of thinking it through can be a big help. So yeah, Sabbath requires preparation and Sabbath itself means rest, right? Mm. Do not only observe a, a, a holy rest all day from their own works, words, and thoughts about their worldly employment and recreations. So that's a part of it. And so even though we, we believe, I, I, we still believe this, it's a day to rest, you should be resting. Um, how you rest and what that looks like can vary. It's like, so for example, here it says resting from worldly employment and recreations. All right. So um, what about recreation? oh get, here get, we go can you here we go my form of recreation ding ding is cigar and Sabbath whiskey that's a yeah. good recreation that's your for recreation me. Uh, other people like to play bags bags is fun right bags fun. I don't, I don't think I've ever played because um, I don't want to dominate I dominate oh, is that I, is I it? dominate so much these <laughs> days you know it's like it's just domination <laughs> I just exist in the domination station all the time so I try not well, to show wait me. what domination station that's my station <laughs> That's what I do. Um, okay. But it's interesting because even some of the hardcore, are you watching the football game right nope. now? What did you just, you just propped up your phone like no, you're watching no, 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 something. No, 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 show me, turn it around. Turn Let it around. Say, no, what are you turning it off no, for? No, I'm not. You have the Bears no, game I on do right not. now. I do not have it on my phone. Why do you I was have checking t- to
1: see where Michelle was because we're supposed to go out after this. All
0: right, let's hurry up then. All right. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to get in the way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. Of our Sabbath rest. I don't want to brunch block you. We do like our brunch. I know you do. Yep. So anyways, so. (laughs) Wait, so what we said, we're talking about rest. Rest. So even people that are pretty hard about like a no, no recreational. Like, okay, what about your kids? Your kids go out and play? Because if it really is an issue of no recreation, the kids can't be climbing on the jumble gym. That's that's recreation. If it's supposed to be a whole day of rest and spiritual devotion, then, you know, you got to lock it down. And I don't think that that is how to keep the Sabbath. I think that it ought to be a day of rest. It ought to be a day of worship. Mm-hmm. But the a lot of the particulars there, I think, are very open uh, for... Uh, and I think they they can shift from culture to culture because I think fundamentally in the new covenant, what's happening here is that we're called to gather together under word and sacrament. Fundamentally, that's what we do when we keep the Sabbath. So I think rest is important. Yeah. Acts of devotion are important. And that's really the next part that it gets to.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, the Sabbath calls for devotion, but are also taken up the whole time in the public and private exercises of his worship. Yeah. And I mean, I just, I love that. So, uh, Gathering together on the Lord's day with God's people, praising Him, but then also privately yeah. worshiping as a family or individually. You know, I'm not saying you got to get your guitar out or your drum or anything like that. Mand- mandolin. Mandolin. Accordion. Accordion. Saxophone. Mm-hmm.
0: Flute. Liar.
1: Uh, tuba. Jimbe. What?
0: Uh, uh, drums. Well, that's Jimbe.
1: No, no, no like but there's, sort of. there's, there's different drums. Drum di- kit.
0: Is that what you are talking about? Yeah, like drum, old kit. drum set. Or drum whatever? set. Drum set. All right, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah you got nothing else, huh? I
0: am sure violin, oboe, oh,
1: uh, cello,
0: lemon cello. <laughs> no, no, ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, here's the thing, Jimmy. Some people have to work. Yeah. Right. And and that's and even the confession, the reform tradition has always recognized duties of necessity and mercy are allowed. Right. And, and they look to Christ performing works of mercy on the Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you can do works of mercy and works of necessity. Now, obviously works of necessity are going to change from culture to culture. Uh, we live in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have to throw some logs on the fire or you're going to have to use electric and electric means the electric company has to be working on Sunday. So people work at the electric company. That's a necessity. Some people would argue that we need to have gas stations open even on the Sabbath because we live in a transient culture where you ha- some people are traveling long distances mm-hmm. uh, even for church. Um, so. This is where it gets a little gray, right, for people, even yeah. for Sabbatarians. Like, well, what is a what are works of necessity? You kind of have to define that. Culture plays some sort of a role there. So some people have to work on the Sabbath. Jimmy, what if, they're, what if they they can make it to church, but they have to work on the Sabbath? Uh, what would you encourage them to do in terms of finding rest for themselves uh, when they can't observe rest from work on the Lord's Day?
1: <clears throat> I think this is where it's, uh, the... The idea of private worship and private study is is really important. So uh, even if by necessity you have to work that day, uh, still take time in the morning to prepare your heart, right? Mm -hmm. To prepare your heart and to study God's word, uh, to to worship privately, uh, and then take that with you throughout the day while you are uh, being employed and while you're working. Uh, Take that with you and reflect upon it um, and Really, just be encouraged
0: by God's word, you know. And if you can't take a day off on Sunday, well, then take another day off. Yeah, you need rest for your body. You need rest for your mind. If you use your brain all week long, then uh, maybe it's a good day to not use your brain so much and find ways to rest and and uh, and in that, and then use your body in some other ways. But listen, if you live in America, then. You have a lot of graces afforded to you, yeah, right. Um and the fact that that uh, you know we have at least a judeo-Christian ethic that you know formed uh, a lot of our country and and a lot of our cultural practices um and because of 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 our constitution and the way that employers recognize religion. You can, as a Christian, say, "Hey, I I don't work Sundays." Yeah. Or if I have to work Sunday, I I, I can't do it in the morning because I got to go to church. In fact, we just had a, a brother here who said, "Hey, listen, um, my church—I mean, my my work has me working a lot on Sundays, and if I'm going to be able to take it off, I really need the pastor to write me a letter." So I just wrote a letter and mm-hmm. said, "Hey, uh, you know, this brother is a part of our church. He's here every time he can be, but work keeps him from it." As Christians, this is what we believe. And I gave him the whole thing about, you know, gathering for worship. And so you can actually make that appeal. But if you don't make that appeal on the front end, it's kind of hard yeah, to, to, to get it later. To yeah. backdoor it. I have there's another guy here, a member, who uh, you know, he when they asked, when he got his job, they said, Hey, can you work Sundays? I was like, Really, it's it's not ideal. You know, maybe just every once in a while. Well, okay. Well, guess who's working a lot of Sundays? Mm. More than more than he more than he thought he would wind up, and and now he's got a different job. He doesn't have to work Sundays anymore. He's really happy, but um, but you know, make the most of that. Go ahead and and uh, let your boss know. I want to I want to take that day or at least part of that day yeah. to gather with with the church. It really is important. And listen, because of. Well, really, because of Constantine, that's really when uh, the day became recognized for a yeah, lot of people, yeah, yeah. and it was a day of no work. It kind of got recognized, institutionalized that way. We have this, this 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 opportunity afforded to us, so we think you ought to make make every possible, um, take every possible opportunity, and make every opportunity you can to gather with the church and mm. to make the Lord's Day a day for worship. Now, Jimmy, if we just want to encourage people in general, even with all of the differences that people might have Mm -hmm. about Sabbath slash Lord's Day and all of that, um, we give people some pretty general advice about uh, how they should be thinking about the Lord's Day. So if we're going to boil it down to just three things. um, Let me start with number one. We've already Mm -hmm. talked about it. Uh, If you're going to observe the Lord's Day, observe the Sabbath, prepare for it. Yeah. And so we've already talked about it. Let's just say uh very simply the night before don't wait till the morning of night before, whether that's laying out clothes or just kind of having a schedule in your mind, but also begin to pray. Most of the time, you'll know what the preacher is going to be preaching of if you're a part of a church. So, um, maybe look at that text. Pray for the preacher. Pray for the congregation. Pray for your own heart. One of the best ways to prepare is in prayer, and you do that by asking God to go to work. We always pray with our kids that uh, that we would be receptive to the Word, that we would hear the Word with gladness, that uh, we would uh, respond to it in faith and repentance. So prayer is probably the the most important way in my mm. mind to begin to prepare for the Lord's day, Jimmy, what else can we do? Uh,
1: we could participate in the Lord's day. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about there, we're talking about like, uh, when you're part of the service, be active, be praying, not mm-hmm. just kind of mouthing it, but actually just pray when you have a quiet time, actually be, uh, uh, talking to God, asking him to, uh, point out those areas of your life, these right. sin areas so that you could repent. Mm-hmm. So that, uh, and then sing praise to the Lord. Listen to the word of God being proclaimed. Believe in the hope that we have. Right. And personally, one, one of my, my favorites is take notes. Well, it's not my favorite. I have a lot of other favorites when it comes to the Lord's day, but I find taking notes really helps me yeah. to dial in, to focus. And then I Kind of take that with me throughout the rest of the week.
0: Yeah. I think taking notes is a really good idea. Um, it was definitely a Puritan practice. That's for sure. We know that. Um, yeah, some people don't. Some people listen better, especially, um, yeah. especially. especially Those of
1: us that get distracted pretty easily. Yeah.
0: Well, but you know what? Some people, it helps to take notes. Other people, it actually helps them to sort of doodle or to fidget. Yeah. Right? ADD, ADHD. A lot of these guys. It, they can listen better and take it in if they're if they're doing something else while they're while they're while they're listening. So whatever it takes, I think your your point Jimmy is just is to be actively participating in every aspect. So hey, when the pastor is up there praying, you're praying with them. You know, if if we're singing, be singing mm. and let let your voice be heard. One of my favorite things we just had Blue Christmas here. We'll have to have Christian to talk about that again. Yeah. But we went to a special service. Blue Christmas is for people that are suffering and going through tough times during the holidays. And um, I went with my dad, right? Because he just yeah. lost his wife. I lost my mom. And so we were there for this and a great service. And, uh, and of course, Jeremy gets up there to start playing, right? And Jeremy's like, hey, listen, I'm going to sing some songs. I'd love for you to join with me. But you know what? If you don't feel like singing, that's fine. Just listen. Take in the words. Meditate on these truths. But uh, my dad, I could hear him. He starts singing right away. As soon mm. as the song started. And it was just, man, it was just, precious to me to be hearing my dad sing and and singing with my dad worshiping the lord so prepare participate and then we'll just say it this way promote the lord's day Ooh, Meaning, we Baptist. you see that three p's <laughs> so um in general to promote the lord's day what we mean is number one invite people to come with you invite your coworkers yeah. your neighbors your friends invite people to come to worship because there they will hear the word they will see God's people they they can share in the spirit in that sense right and that's where uh, oftentimes a, a lot of of the power of God comes to work in people's lives to bring them, to draw them to Christ where they are born again and repent and believe the gospel, but not just inviting a friend, encourage other people. You promote the Lord's day by encouraging one another. Like there's that horizontal dimension mm. when you're singing these songs. You're not just singing to the Lord. You are primarily singing to the Lord, but we're also singing to one another in Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. That's right. Uh, you know, Listen to people, catch up, uh, pray with people, um, connect, you know, Find ways to promote what's happening in the Lord's Day uh, in the world by inviting people, but then, of course, in the gathering as you're connecting with your brothers Mm. and your sisters. I love the Lord's Day to see uh, God's people, uh, to share in all of this, and maybe by God's grace, one of these days he'll give us the opportunity to worship all together and not in these three little services because we have such a tiny, small (laughs) worship space. Thank you, Jesus, for the space, but it's kind of small. And uh, we'd like to all be together and not have three services, just have one. But whatever we got to do, we'll roll with it. That's thank it. you, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank for you, this room. Thank you, thank you. We like the means of grace better than uh, the space of grace. <laughs> the, space. the space of grace, <laughs> not so great. It's little, little, uh,
1: little was, dumpy. It's a little. dumpy. That was really good. I yeah. want you to know. You need that was that's gold. High five. Yeah, okay. For real, that was good. Okay. That was good. Well, no, I want I'm not real- going to high five you I want the high five Mm-mm. Well we'd love to hear your thoughts You can follow us online On Instagram and Twitter At Doc and Devo Or on Facebook Slash Doctrine and Devotion You can head to the website Doctrine and mm-hmm. There you can contact us You can sign up for the email Blast mm-hmm. or hit up the store JoeFoStore.com And grab some gear
0: What about five star reviews?
1: Uh, we want them five star reviews Everywhere Everywhere you go We've been seeing the five star <gasps> reviews
0: We forgot Yeah We forgot So a little while ago We said hey if you if you if you can't leave a five star review for us on iTunes, just go onto various blogs, Twitter feeds, and Instagram uh, posts, and start leaving us five star reviews there. Just yeah. go ahead, just start telling people. Well, we had some guys doing it, so at the, at the Thursday episode, we're going to put pictures up of some of those. Yeah, I would love that. Those those are those are great. Let's
1: get some more out there. <laughs> we'll get out there. All right, Fresh Pod. Every Monday and Thursday blog post on Wednesdays later.